You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. We are going to take a look at the sixth different place in the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus ministered to or talked about children. And we find it in Matthew chapter 19. He said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. The disciples, as I read this narrative, show me that they had no sensitivity whatsoever to the significance of children. Because when parents brought their children to Jesus that he might lay his hands on them and bless them, which was, by the way, a very common thing for parents to do uh, with their children, bringing them to rabbis. And the rabbis were very accommodating to this. And they laid their hands on children and they blessed them. And so it was something that these disciples had to be familiar with. But the Bible says when the little children were brought to him that he would put his hands on them and pray, the disciples rebuked them. They they not only said no, but they rebuked these parents and gave them the idea that Jesus doesn't have any interest in this. And uh, by this time, there's really no excuse for this uh, because this is the sixth different encounter that Jesus would have had with children. There have been five encounters before this Jesus has raised a little girl from the dead. He has cast demons out of two different children. Uh, There is another instance where he said, you'll get a reward for anything you do for these little children, even if it's as small as giving them a drink of cold water. And then he also spends 14 verses in just the previous chapter talking about the importance of receiving these little children and how that they're angels are always beholding the Father's face. So they're without excuse. And yet they had completely forgotten all of this stuff. So Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he lays hands on them, and he departed from there. Now, uh, what I want you to see is that Jesus himself was blessed as a baby, Uh, This is something that he himself had the benefit of. This is the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 2. Let me read verse 25. It says, Behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. The man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought the child, uh, brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, that he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. So this was something that was done for Jesus. And he was blessed by no less than Simeon the Just, who, uh, according to a lot of tradition, was the father of Gamaliel, the, the one who taught the Apostle Paul. 
And so Christ uh, uh, had been the beneficiary of being blessed by a godly person. And it was something that no doubt was a confirmation to his mother and father that Mary and Joseph had a confirmation here uh, that that the same God who had spoken to them is also speaking to other people about their mission. And that, that's where confirmation comes in. Uh, when Jesus saw what his disciples had done, Mark 10, 14 says this, when he saw it, he was moved with indignation. He was greatly displeased. He was angry, one translation says. So uh, he didn't care for the attitude that they showed. They didn't represent him well there. And he corrected that. Then he made a statement that most of us uh, completely miss. He said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Now, I've done this numbers of times in, in teachings when I've been in auditoriums where there may be, say, four ladies sitting in a group. And I'll point to them and I'll say, of such is the kingdom of heaven. Uh, what does that mean? Well, if I wave over these four ladies and say, of such is the kingdom of heaven, I'm saying that heaven's full of ladies. Or if I see these three teenagers over here and wave my hand over them and say, of such is the kingdom of heaven, I'm saying, in effect, that heaven's full of kids or full of teenagers. Uh, Jesus didn't do that about any other group. He said it particularly about children. Why? When he took the little children, the whole group of them, and he said, of such is the kingdom of heaven, what was he saying? He's in essence saying, people, heaven is full of children. Now, when you consider how many babies are aborted every year around the globe, when you consider how many little children are miscarried every year, around the globe. When you consider how many little children die in childhood around the globe. If you will look at the numbers, because they're available, there are ways to study it. You can find out the annual abortion numbers and the miscarriage numbers. You can find that. You will see that in one decade, we're talking about something on the order of one billion human beings. One billion now, I can say this without any fear of contradiction. We're just now at about 8 billion people on planet Earth. I can say without being contradicted that we have not seen 1 billion adult believers die in the last decade to go to heaven. But 1 billion little children have in the last decade gone to heaven to be with the Lord. They do not cease to exist once their bodies are stopped from development. If they are not born, if they're miscarried, if they die prematurely, doesn't matter. Their little spirits are eternal. Now, I want you to listen because the Scripture teaches that before a child is born, he is a being. And I've heard people say, well, there's only one or two places. Listen to me. Don't make that mistake. That's a terrible thing to say. Jeremiah 1.5, God said to the prophet, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Zechariah 12, the Bible says that God forms the spirit of man within him. When does he do it? He does it when that child is conceived. He puts a spirit in him. Isaiah 49, 1, the Lord has called me from the womb. 
And then I'm going to turn you to the book of Luke. And this is the experience of Elizabeth, the kinswoman of Mary. And this is when Mary came to her. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. So John the Baptist in the womb of Elizabeth is a six-month-old fetus. He is a human being. He's more than a fetus, but his body is six months old. So Mary arises in those days, verse 39, and she goes to the hill country with haste to a city of Judah. And she enters the house of Zechariah and greets Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice. This is Elizabeth talking. And she says, under the inspiration of the Spirit, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Now pay attention to this. For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Elizabeth said, my baby has joy. You have to have a spirit to have joy. How did John the Baptist know that Jesus was next door in Mary's womb? He recognized it by spiritual impartation. Even though he hadn't been born, his mind doesn't yet think in words, but the Spirit of God enabled his little spirit to recognize the Spirit of the Christ that was nearby. That means that he was an eternal being three months before he entered this world to breathe its air. So you see here that heaven is full of kids. When we get there, we're going to be shocked at how many kids are in heaven. All of these little babies who've been miscarried, all that have been aborted, and I'm not condemning people who foolishly aborted their children. They, they already have paid a price for what they're doing. I'm not saying I excuse it. It's certainly wrong. And But now I'm, I'm telling you who I'm upset with is the people who push it on other people. They're the ones that are going to pay the biggest price on this. But those little children that are victims of it all, they go to heaven to be with the Lord. And people are going to be blown away. And how many millions of them? And I mean millions. And when you realize this, you realize that this earth is the quietest world you're ever going to live in. Because when you get to heaven, there are going to be over a billion kids running and screaming and playing and climbing and eating the fruit of the tree of life and swimming in the river of life. And when you read the descriptions of heaven that it never gets dark, there's a reason why. It's because you can't put one billion kids to bed in a short order. Well, that's all the time I have for today, but we're still not done. There's another place that we're going to go to tomorrow to learn about the children's ministry of Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew. I'll see you then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to 
MyFaithRoots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.